Anderson Family. Quit squirming around in your chair, Junior, and listen to your father's speech. Oh, Mom, I've heard it 20 times already. I know it by heart. Well, then digest some of it and straighten up. Now, Oliver, I don't think you should vent your feelings on Junior just because you're having trouble with that speech. I'm not having trouble. Uh-oh, here we go again, folks. <laughs> Let's visit the Anderson family. Well, this whole thing started when Oliver agreed to deliver the annual address to the Gargoyle Boys Club, a speech on honesty, brotherhood, trust, and courage. You'd imagine that Junior Anderson, the 12-year-old offspring, would be thrilled by this honor accorded his father, but quite the contrary. And so, boys of the Gargoyle Club, let us all join in this great understanding of our fellow man. It's too long, Pop. Uh, fellow man. Huh? And it should be punched up a bit, darling. Uh, punched up? I see what Mom means. There's about ten minutes there, Pop, where you don't say anything. Now, wait. The speech is only ten minutes long altogether. Well, that's what he means, Oliver. You're missing the point. How do you mean? Well, it seems to me your speech sort of makes all the boys wrong. And you're the only one that can straighten them out. Well, it sounds... No, I think it's, uh... It's not that so much. But the idea is... Well, the topic's all right, Mom. Maybe it's the delivery. Will you listen a minute? Don't raise your voice, Oliver. All right, all right. All right. But I'm making this speech no matter what anyone says. It's just as I'm going to do it. And did you attend to taking your picture into the newspaper? I did. The one I had in the yearbook at school. Mm, I wonder if I'll recognize it. Gee, your picture in the paper, Pop? Well, it could be. I'm rather well known in town. Gee, let's look. I'll get the paper. Junior's terribly proud of you, Oliver. I hope nothing happens. Now, don't worry. It won't. Here's the paper. Let's look. Oh, it's not on page one. I'll get it, Mary. You see what's in the paper. Go ahead, look at it. Anderson's residence. Oliver Anderson? Yes, that's right. What can I do for you? Button your lip, pal. I... Hmm. What? You heard me button your lip. If you make that speech tonight, your family won't recognize you. Now, wait a minute. Oh, you want to get tough, eh? Okay, that's the way it is, punk. Who was it, Oliver? Uh, he didn't say. What did they want? Wanted me to button my lip. Oh, come now. Some friend's playing a joke on you. Maybe somebody heard the speech already. Uh, Junior. Well, probably someone's jealous. Schultz the butcher thought they'd choose him. Oliver, look. This picture in the paper. Oh, it's horrid. Horrid? Look. Local man chosen to speak tonight at the Gargoyle Boys Club. Well, 
Uh, that's not my picture. Gosh, that looks like something we have in a bottle in our chemistry class. <clears throat> Junior. Oh, wait, Mom, here's another picture. Yeah, here it is, down further. It's Pop. Ex-convict -con ex speaks tonight at the Civic Club on the bad money racket, an expose of counterfeiters and their methods. But it's my picture. Hey, I'll sue. I'm not an ex-convict. Oh, my goodness, what'll the neighbors think? Oliver, an ex-convict. But we still like him, Mom. That's not the point. I'll sue that paper. Gosh, just think who'll see this picture. Well, I'll be in disgrace. Schultz, the butcher, will love this. Ah, good evening, Mr. Meister. How are you this evening? Well, well, I'm feeling right pert, Mr. Schultz. Uh, how's the missus? Oh, she don't change much. Got any good soup bones with meat on them? Soup bones? No soup bones today, Homer. But maybe I should tell you this. There's more to a cow's than soup bones. Yeah. We get steaks from them. Roasts. How about a nice roast? Uh, got any hearts? No hearts. Got any ribs? No ribs. Have you got any pig liver? No pig's liver. Oh, this a fine butcher shop. None of the best cuts. Hey, what's wrong, Schultz? You got that far away look in your eye. Yeah, it always hurts me to see them dig up all the fences against a man who's trying to be someone respectable. Uh, meaning me? Now look here, No, 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 no. Look here in the paper. Yeah? Listen to this. Ex-convict will speak at Civic Auditorium. You know that face? Um, uh, looks like Oliver Anderson. Yeah, that's just who it is. Calls himself Anderson. <laughs> Real name's here. Lefty Luger. Uh, don't believe it. Oliver's a fine man. I always thought so, too. Until this. Hey, he tells me everything. He ain't never mentioned that. Well, a person ain't apt to do it, is he? Mm, oh, me, me. I sure hope Marthy don't see that. I'm telling you, Homer. Uh, he should not allow an ex-convict to live among nice people like us. Hey, what are you inferring, Schultz? I mean we should bounce him. Ride him out of the neighborhood. No, no, wait a minute, Schultz. You ain't riding nobody. Not what I got anything to say. He's got a right to clear yourself first. Ah, uh, you're too soft. Hey, I may be soft, but you ain't no lily white yourself. Huh? Every time you stick one of them grade AA grade cards on that grade D meat, hey, golly, you're worse than he is. You can't prove that. Hey, just eating it's proof enough. And another thing, Schultz, huh? the time you weighed that cleaver in on them short I apologized for that, yep, didn't I? Yep, yep, I knew you did after I caught you. Uh, and I don't want to hear no more talk like that. Oh, either. you want to get tough, huh? Nope, no, I don't. I ain't a fighting man. But by gum, I'll wrestle you any day. Uh, you're as bad as he is, sticking up for him like that. Well, just let me tell you this, Schultz. When a man's my friend, he's my friend. And I might add, I'll buy my soup bones elsewhere after this. Where they're more careful with the talk than they are with their scales. And gag nudge Oh, oh, it's Homer. Well, come on in, I guess. Uh, thanks, Mr. Anderson. Mr. My, but you're formal. And pull up your lower lip, you'll step on it. Yeah, well, let me tell you something, young fella. I ain't in a laughing mood, Oliver. Oh, I see. What's Martha done now? Uh, Oliver, don't never mention the name of that pure, lovely, good woman in the same breath with yours. I don't get it. You two must be speaking again. Nope, nope, we ain't. 
But that ain't what I came over for. Well, I didn't think so. Nope, nope. I come to tell you, I ain't going to that speak with you and sit up on that there platform. You ain't? Now what, stage fright? Nope, nope, taint that. It's just that I spent 15 years in this neighborhood uh, making a reputation for in integ uh, integrity. Integ uh, yeah, 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 integrity. Hmm. Uh, and I can't afford to lose my good reputation by a foolish desire for friendship on my part. Did your lawyer write that for you? Nope, nope. Uh, I made it up as I went along. <laughs> yep. I'm a sick man, Oliver. Got hold of some bum pretzels, huh? Nope, nope. Taint physical. Uh, it's mental. Oh, well, then it can't be serious. Oh, but it is. I couldn't hold my head up again. Well, you better lay off that stuff for a while then, Homer. Stuff? Well, well, that ain't it. <laughs> you can hardly expect me, Homer Meister, cement contractor, to be seen with uh, an ex-convict, Oliver. Oh, oh, now I see what you mean. You mean the picture in the paper? Yep, yep, that's it. Well, that was just a mistake, Homer. Yep, yep, I will be that as it may. A mistake like that will follow you through life. I mean a mistake at the paper. They mixed up my picture with someone else's. Oh, they did? Then it ain't true. Of course not. You can still be seen with me. Well, Dad, burn it. Oh, I'm an awful fool, Oliver. I sure am. Well, let's not argue about that now, Homer. Now that we're friends again. Hey, well, sir, I'm a new man, Oliver. Hooray. My heart was as heavy as a barrel of wet liver. But now I can lick my waiting wildcat, so help me. I'll be back to go with you tonight, Oliver. Well, where are you going now? Uh, I got a little meat in the moan with Schultz the butcher. Dag nab him. Get your coat out of the flour, Oliver. Coat? Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah. What are you making? Just some cookies. What was on Homer's mind? He came over to tell me our engagement was off. Mm -hmm. Engagement? I mean my engagement to speak tonight. He saw the picture. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. I guess Junior's home. Home already? Yeah. How about a glass of milk and a sandwich? No, thanks, Mom. I'm not hungry. Where are you going? Upstairs. Mm, maybe something's upset him. I'll go see. <laughs> Junior, Junior, unlock the door, dear. Oh, Mom, there's nothing wrong. I'll be down after a while. I want you to open the door. Oh, well, all right. Junior, your eye, it's black. It'll go away. And your lip, it's bleeding. Oh, it doesn't hurt, Mom. Tell me all about this, Junior. There's nothing to tell. It's just a little argument. With whom? Schultz, the butcher's kid. Why, he's bigger than you are, Junior. Not now, he isn't. Oh, let me get some ice for your eye. No, no, never mind. I want to show it round school tomorrow. Tell Mother what caused the trouble. Pop. Your father? Yeah. But don't say anything to him. He'd just feel bad. Is it about that picture in the paper? Yeah. That Schultz kid started calling me Connie Junior. Oh, what a shame. Pop didn't do that, did he, Mom? Why, of course not, Junior. The paper's printing an apology right today. Surely you didn't believe it. Uh-uh. Even if I did, he's my pop, isn't he? Of course. Now, we'll just get your face fixed up a little, and, and maybe it would be better if you didn't mention the reason for this trouble around your father. I won't say anything, but I'm sure glad to know it was a mistake. I can see where you would be. You know, Pop never did strike me as being that kind of fella. <laughs> Yes, Oliver Anderson speaking. This is Mrs. Thompson. Oh, yeah, the boss's wife. I'll call Mary. I'm sorry, Mr. Anderson, but my conversation is with you. I've seen this morning's paper. Oh, that. You mean the picture? Yes, the picture. 
And Mr. Thompson is having an auditor go over the firm's books. Auditor going over the books? Mr. Thompson realizes how careless he's been with uh, you in the firm. Now, wait a minute, Mrs. Thompson. Please don't interrupt. I always felt you were covering up something. Uh, All uh, the little things you've said, little things you've done. Oh, in a hundred little ways. Now, look, Mrs. Thompson, there's no need of talking to you about this. I suppose this. not, but my heart bleeds for Mary. Poor little woman. Well, you don't need to. Mary knows about the mistake. I'm surprised you were man enough to admit it to her. I didn't admit anything to her. There's nothing to it. Oh, well, as I've always said, a girl should look into a man's background when they contemplate marriage. The same thing works both ways. Mr. Thompson could have probably done better had he done a little snooping when he met you. I'm ignoring that. That means nothing to me, Mrs. Thompson. I didn't think it would. Hmm. But poor Mary. Now I just know the girls will drop her from our set. Drop her from your set? She'll have to climb out of your set. <laughs> this thing's getting out of control. I'm going down to that paper myself. I'll sue him. What's wrong, Oliver? Where are you going? I'm going down to the paper, and then I'm going to my attorney. This is getting pretty bad. Oh, but darling, your speech is about honesty, integrity, love of your fellow man. I know all that. I'll still leave it in the speech. It's good stuff. But when it hits me personally, it's a different matter. I'll make him run an edition right this minute and retract that picture. <laughs> Now back to the Anderson family. Oliver Anderson had his picture in the paper this morning, but the caption read, Ex-convict exposes bad money racket at the Civic Auditorium this evening. Instead of the correct caption, local man addresses the boys' gargoyle club. Oliver's pretty burned up about it and plans to demand that the picture be retracted. But he hasn't reckoned with Muggsy, who at this moment is reporting back to his boss. Boss, is that you? This is Muggsy. Yeah, this Anderson guy just left the house. Want I should blast him? Oh, kid glove stuff, eh? Well, I'll pick him up and bring him into you. Oh, boss. You don't think I'd muff this crab, do you? Okay, he's walking fast. I gotta hurry. Yeah, I'll bring him in. Or a facsimile of the body. So long. A fine thing. I suppose everyone on the bus will be staring at me. Well, I'll just stand back and read a newspaper up in front of my face. Hey, 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 this is a safety zone. Are you crazy? Uh, gee, mister, I'm sorry. I didn't see it till it was too late. Well, I guess there's no harm done. Gee, I... I feel kind of remorseful, scaring a guy like that. Where you going? Downtown. Well, hop in. Hmm? The least we can do is help each other out if we can. The four freedoms and all that, you know. Well, if it won't put you out any. Of course not. Hop in. Well. <laughs> you see, I wouldn't pick up just anybody, but you're different. Oh, hey, this is quite a car. Driver's compartment, special job, huh? Oh, yeah. I believe in the best. Hey, uh, you know, there's something familiar about your voice. There is? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, lots of people say I, uh, I sound just like Walter Pigeon. Your voice makes me think of a very unpleasant phone call I received this morning. I, I didn't like what they said. Oh, what did they say? Button my lip. 
Hey, hey, wait a minute. This isn't the way to downtown. That's okay. I'm just getting out of traffic. Yeah, but this is further out in the country. Take it easy. Huh? You ain't exposing no bad money secrets tonight, buddy. And another thing. When you meet the boss, take off your hat. He's a great guy for etiquette. Oh. Hey, hey, where's Oliver? I don't know, Homer. I... <gasps> your face, Homer. What happened to you? Oh, 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 just a little scuffle. With Martha? Nope, nope, not this time. With uh, Schultz, the butcher. Why, he could be arrested for hitting you with a meat cleaver. Meat cleaver? Nope, he done it with his bare hands. Why, that big brute picking on you. Huh? I picked on him. Oh, oh, what oh, on earth oh, for, oh, Homer? Oh, I don't like to talk about it, Mary. He said some things he didn't like about Oliver, and I... By golly, I tied into him. Ah, uh, that wasn't right, Homer. Yep, I know it, but it's too late now. You mean about Oliver's picture in the paper? Yep, there ain't nobody talking about a neighbor of mine. But how did it happen, Homer? Well, sir, uh, I walked up to him, or Schultz, that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Homer, weren't you scared? Uh, no, not then. And I said, put him up, you shortweight menace. Oh, Homer. Yep, yep, uh, I drew back my right, uh, that's my best punch, and I let her go, but the card wouldn't fight. Oh, but Homer, you well, should... Well, well, what I mean is... I swung at him, and, and when I got up, he'd uh, gone inside the butcher shop. Oh, I think that's yep. horrid, Homer. Simply horrid. First Junior, and now you. If I don't hear from Oliver soon, I don't know what I'll do. Well, I've seen him earlier this afternoon, getting in a big black car down at the bus stop. <gasps> no, a big black car, Homer? Yep. I knew it. I just knew something like that happened. Well, now, don't get upset, Mary. But I've called upset. the paper. He hasn't been there. Then uh -huh. I called his attorney, and he hasn't been there. Uh, by golly, that settles it. Let me go home and get my revolver, and I'll load up, and we'll smoke out the environment. No, Homer. We'll call the police. Nope, nope, not yet. Let me go get my gun, and I'll join you. It's been a long time since I slapped leather. <laughs> Yes? What is it? I'd like to speak to Mr. Anderson. Relative to a mistake in speaking dates. Uh, Mr. Anderson isn't home right now. Won't you step in? All right, thanks. I uh, want to pick up that other speech. Uh, I don't understand. Well, you see, I uh, noticed in a paper I'm switched to some juvenile club on honesty and integrity. Say, uh, what does that speech pay, do you know? Why, it doesn't pay anything. Mr. Anderson's doing it free. Free? You mean I'm going to do a benefit? Well... No, there's been a terrible mistake. That's what I'm thinking. Say, what did your old man do time? Do time? Oh, I'm sure I don't know. He ain't told you? Oh, I'm sure my husband hasn't been a convict. Ah, he's been misrepresenting, huh? Say, this is a lousy deal I'm getting. And if I could get that speech bureau on the phone, I'd tell him so. Switching me at the last minute. When I took me own life in me hands to expose the racket. Life in your hands? Yeah. Those boys don't want that stuff shelled out to the suckers. They'd bump me off if they could. Oh, no. Oh, then Oliver must be in trouble this minute. What's he done now? Nothing. He left the house three or four hours ago, and I haven't heard from him since. That's bad. Oh, isn't there some way you could help me? Well, I don't know, lady. Both my stretches in a big house was caused by a dame. Oh, but I'm sure you'll help me. Well, what have I got to lose? 
I know where their hideout is, and we'll tip the cops off so they'll be there when we arrive. Oh, let's hurry, then. We'll stop and get Homer, our neighbor, and be on our way. Gee, you know, you sure got a lot of spunk, lady. Uh, Reminds me of a little waitress I knew in Topeka. She was a cute little doll, but kind of dumb. Keep down now behind this hedge. The guard for the hideout is just behind those bushes. I just hope Oliver hasn't made them angry. No, when I start shooting, stand back and give me room. Homer, put that gun away. Yeah, put it away. I don't want a slug in me. Now look, we circle around this corn crib. It opens into an old silo. You better wait here till I take a look. Maybe we better wait till the police get here. I'm just going to take a peek. I hope they ain't torturing him already. If they've tortured Oliver, I'm a-going in slinging lead. I'll blast him down. Homer, please don't wave that revolver in my face. Yeah. Homer, you go around that side of the crib, and if I need you, I'll call you. Yep, yep, yep. Around that way, Homer, not up in front. Okay, but if you're in trouble, just whistle twice, and I'll come a-shooting. And I can do it, too, once I get started. I'm more afraid of Homer than I am the men. Listen, that was Oliver. Say, he's sure taking a chance challenging that mob. Let's get in a little closer. Okay, now we'll make this fair. I'll let you draw first. <gasps> Why, Oliver's never shot a gun. It's not fair. Do something quick. Now, what'd you draw, King? You'll lose another battle. The police. Oh, I hope they're not too late. Stand back. Get out of sight. I'll cover this door. Okay, Muggsy. Put him up. High. Don't shoot. I got him up. Don't shoot. Hey, hey, hey. Point that another way. Oliver. Huh? Oh, oh, it's Mary. How'd you get out here? Oh, Oliver, are you all right? Well, sure. But wait a minute. I have something to settle with this groggy guy and this Muggsy, too. Oh, no, no. Please, Oliver. They owe me three dollars for my poker game. Okay, folks. I'll take this Muggsy guy around to the cops. Then I want to see you about that mistake in speaking dates. Mistake? That was the ex-convict who's speaking tonight at the Civic Auditorium. Oh, oh, I see. What I can't understand, you didn't come out here all alone with this ex-convict, did you? Oh, no, no. Homer came with us. Homer? Where's he? Well, he's around the back with his gun. He's covering the back door. With a gun? Gosh, we'd better hurry before he shoots someone. Homer! Oh, Homer! Here we are! He doesn't answer. I wonder if something's happened. Oliver! Huh? Over there, under the haystack. Where? Oh, hmm. Homer's sound asleep. Well, let's wake him up. If we hurry, you can still get home and change your clothes and make your speech. Yeah. Homer. Homer, wake up. Huh? Me? Uh, uh, reach for the sky. I'm a coming at you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm a Homer. coming and I'm a slinging. Wait a minute. Leg. Homer, it's Mary and Oliver. Huh? huh? Oh, oh, I see. Oh, gosh, you don't know how I. Close, I come to blasting you down. Let me have that gun, Homer. Gun? Uh, oh, well, well. All right, here. Take it. Oh, I feel much better now. You didn't have to worry, Mary. Well, what do you mean? There aren't any bullets in it. There ain't? No. Well, dag nabbit. That's Martha's doings. Uh, like you got me killed. Well, never mind that now, Homer. We have to hurry home. And I'll carry the gun. You might knock yourself out with it. <laughs> Oh, look. Look, Oliver, the paper. Oh, 
Oh, good. Did they change the picture? Look, right here on the front page, your picture. Is there an apology there, too? I think so. Hmm. Uh, listen to this. Prominent citizen helps capture counterfeiting gang by clever ruse. Is that me? Mm-hmm. Listen to this. <laughs> Oliver Anderson posed as an ex-convict to obtain entrance to gang's hideout. Even his closest friends were not apprised by this masquerade. Oh, that's enough now. Don't make me feel too good. I still have to make that gargoyle speech. Hand me that shirt, will you? Oh, yes, here. Oh, Junior will be so proud. Well, I hope he appreciates what I've gone through. Hey, Pop! Hey, Pop! Gee, I just saw the paper. Uh. You did? What did you think of it? Gee, it's great. How did it happen? Oh, it was a sort of an accident, Junior. Yeah, I know that. But how did it happen? Now, look here, young man. You better listen to my speech tonight on personality, how to win friends, honesty, and integrity. Do you actually believe that stuff, Pop? Your father knows it's true, hmm. Junior. You mean you're going to do that speech you read to me this morning? I am, and no cracks. I didn't say anything, You Pop. were going to. Oh, I don't think that's so important. Now, about that game you were playing with those ruffians. Ruffians? Gee, Pop, weren't you scared? Who, me? Of course he was, darling. Oh, well, little at first. At Lefty was such a nice guy. I wouldn't believe he was a counterfeiter. Oh, oh, by the way, Mary, here's the two dollars I won playing poker with Lefty. Oh, thanks. Poor Lefty. I just know he'd go straight if they'd let him go. He had such kind eyes. So gentle. Hey, wait a minute. These two one-dollar bills. Well, what's wrong with them? Since when has George Washington been smiling on a one-dollar bill? Huh? Pony, huh, Mom? Why, that dirty rat Lefty. I thought he was crooked when I first saw him. <laughs> The Anderson Family is written by Howard Swart, directed by Herb Litton, and features Dick Lane as Oliver, Louise Arthur as Mary, Walter Tetley as Junior, and Herbert Rollinson as Homer. Others in the cast were Paul Theodore, Jackie DeWitt, Doug Young, and George Peroni. Music by Gordon Kibbe, sound effects by Ray Erlenborn, and your announcer is Ken Peters. The Anderson Family is a Hollywood Broadcasters production transcribed from Hollywood. Hollywood.